Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6.30 in the morning London time on Thursday the 14th of July. What central banks need to do is engineer deflation and disinflation in the parts of the economy that they can control to offset inflation in the parts of the economy that they cannot control. Yesterday's US Consumer Price Inflation Report suggests that the US Federal Reserve needs more deflation. Some items have sunk further into deflation, televisions and car rental, for instance. Four areas that had mild deflation in May have moved back into positive inflation, things like jewellery, but other products have moved from inflation to deflation, including things like washing machines. But overall, the deflation impulse increased last month. But the point is that the inflation impulse from food and fuel, over which the Fed has little control, increased by a larger amount. More disinflation and deflation is therefore required. The question is whether the Fed thinks disinflation forces will increase naturally, or whether it requires more aggressive action to cut demand further still. The problem in the markets is that the Fed's policy errors in June mean it will just fuel uncertainty amongst investors. The Fed obviously has less control over consumer price inflation than it does over inflation in general because of the way the consumer price inflation index has been constructed. But Powell's first policy error was to elevate the importance of consumer price inflation. Further, while the Fed has guided that it intends to raise by three quarters of a percent this month, no one can now believe anything the Fed says because the credibility built up over years was so casually thrown away in June. To add to all the uncertainty in markets, there's the Federal Reserve's Beige Book, economic anecdote from around the United States. This noted the high prices that, of course, are characterised by the Consumer Price Inflation Report, but it also had comments on pricing pressures starting to fall and demand starting to weaken. There is clearly a concern that passing on price increases will simply be met with weaker demand. The weakening of the housing market was also highlighted, and of course the housing market is one of those areas where Fed policy acts quite quickly. The areas where there is deflation now are exactly the areas where demand is weakening, except perhaps for beefsteaks. It's hard to ascribe falling beefsteak prices to weaker demand. The global developed economy trend to go on holiday, almost regardless of the cost, was also noted in the Beige Book. Whereas people might normally economise on holiday spending at a time when real incomes are dropping, after the pandemic, the desperation to get away seems to be trumping that, allowing profit margin to be expanded with greater pricing power in the leisure travel sector. Today's information is also heavily US-accented and skewed again towards inflation. Producer price inflation, which is more relevant to corporate pricing power, is due today. This is actually worth looking at quite closely, as it is corporate pricing power and profit margins that are behind inflation, and it is these measures that need to see some correction. Again, the Beige Book did comment that some manufacturers are squeezing profit margins as demand fades, 
And of course, that is very likely to be true in the areas where there is already deflation. There are also the US initial jobless claims numbers. Because job security matters to keeping consumer spending on a moderate rather than a slumping path, these figures should be looked to very closely. That's all for today. Have a good day. 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 UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 